Hi everyone, welcome back for another blissful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I am your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 141. This week's message is a masculine or masculine of David, meaning enlightenment or wisdom. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for joining in and being receiveth of this week's encouraging message. New blessings to you. Um, we're into a new year and uh, I'm taking it as the beginning of a blessed year. I know that the last two years have not been exactly what we have desired. And we have had to deal with some things that we consider to be out of the norm. But uh, I have high hopes, as you would say, and I am in faith that this year is going to be a blessed year for all of us. And of course, you know, life would not be life without its challenges and without the issues that intertwine themselves into that of the path of our life as we journey out. But with all that being said, I am still in standing faith. That this is going to be a good year. Um, and with saying that, that's why I say new blessings. I do not say happy new year. I say new blessings. Um, and there's a lot behind that to the reason why I choose to say that versus the normal phrase that we would normally say at this time of the beginning of a new year. But with all that said and with all that talked about, we are now in a new year, and I welcome you, my brothers and sisters, to the show. Uh, just to do a recap on who I am, I am Timothy Bell. I am the host of Encouragement Daily's podcast show, and along with my father, my heavenly father, my God, who is the creator of me, he has given me a vision for this show. He has given me a vision. So I can't rightfully say that I am the creator of this show. I am the creator through that of God. And God has created the show through that of me. Um, so that's the way I said. That's the way I put it. Because I feel that he has given me the vision for this show. Uh, a vision to bring forth encouragement from that of his word unto his people. Um, and in doing so, it is my hopes that everyone who receives the messages that come forth will be blessed, um, will be encouraged, motivated, re-strengthened, and instilled with that of knowledgeable wisdom of that of our Heavenly Father. Amen. So once again, I am Timothy Bell. I am the host of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I am also the writer of Encouragement Daily's daily blog, um, which you can find on Facebook as Encouragement Daily blog and on Instagram as Encouragement Daily's blog. I am also on Timber as Encouragement Daily blog. Our podcast can be found on the platform of Anchor. FM as Encouragement Daily Podcast. Once again, that's Anchor.fm Encouragement Daily Podcast. Amen.
So once again, thank you for joining and new blessings unto you. I am very grateful of the time that you set aside to be receiveth of the encouraging messages that will come forth through this year. And for those who are still with us and have been listening for a while, I want to say thank you for your continued support and thank you for your continued time that you have given to be receiveth of these messages every week. And I pray that they are being a blessing in your life and that you are also paying it forth, as in sharing with others what you are receiving um, and making them aware of this podcast as well so that they can be and receive of the encouragement, the motivation and re-strengthening and the knowledgeable word of our Heavenly Father, our God. Amen. So, in lining up to go forth with uh, bringing this week's message, we we begin a new year, and we speak some things forth that we desire to see happen, desire to take place, and things that we desire to do. We do a New Year's resolution. And I don't know about you, my brothers and sisters, but to me, I think that that is dead. And my reasons for saying that is this. Once you get up in age and once you start getting to that point where you're getting mature in God, there's some things that you you have to just let go of. There's some things that you come to a reality of understanding that, okay, this is not of God or I'm doing or I'm going about this the wrong way. Now, I'm not saying having the desire to change or to do better or speaking something in existence is not of God or is not the right way to go about things. I'm not saying none of that. What I'm simply saying is that some things should be done differently. When you get to a a certain age, there's some things that you let go of. There's some things you come into a realization of understanding that, okay, this is not true or this is not truthful. And you begin to weed that out of your life. And you begin to replace that falseness with truth. You begin to unravel that deception and that deceit from around you. So that you can stand in truthness and, 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 and be woke to that which is coming forth. So that's where I'm at. And it is my hopes with those who listen to the podcast that you will have that transformation as well. That you will begin to see some things for what they truly are. And that you will begin to unravel yourself from the deceit and the deception that has got you so intertwined into this world, this world is society, and that you can see yourself for more than what the world has tried to put a, a, a worth on you as. Because truth be told, my brothers and sisters, you are more valuable than what the world tries to put a price on you as. You are more valuable than what the world see you as being worth. And once you have an understanding of that, once you begin to see that you have the authority and that you were created to be birthed forth 
and that of greatness, then you will understand that, okay, hey, I'm doing some things a little bit wrong here. You know, I, I need to be truthfully speaking positivity and speaking life and prosperity in and over my life and the life of that of my loved ones. I have to be mindful of my thoughts, mindful of the words that are allowed to come forth out of my mouth and roll off my tongue, because as the word said, there is life and death in that of the power of the tongue. So we must be careful when we not just speak things, but we also must be careful when we think things as well, uh, because God knows our thoughts. And we also need to be mindful of that which we sense in our heart and which we desire and what we hold up in hostage towards someone in that of our hearts, our feelings and, and you know, how we feel about somebody and the desires that we, 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 we would like to have happen or desire to have happen to a certain person or persons. We need to be mindful and we begin, we must begin to have an understanding of this. So when I say woke and when I say un intertwined with world society, that's what I'm meaning. And as the years have gone by, I have begun to have an understanding of that. And I am in that process of under unwrapping, un untwinding myself with the world society, meaning that some of the normal traditions that we would normally do or we have done that you know growing up as kids i i i'm not participating in that stuff anymore um i'm being very mindful of what comes forth and mindful of what i allow myself to be a part of and what i accept into my life and that's not me trying to be all christian and all religious you know because i know that will come up People will say, "Oh, you know, you you you're too religious. You 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 know, you you you're trying to be too Christianity and, and all these things like that." It's not that. It's just simple. And I think that anyone, after you have lived a certain amount of years, and once you begin to get into that of your late thirties, your mid forties, and then down to the lateral part of your forties, and then up to your fifties, you begin to look at some things differently you begin to receive things differently you begin to put things out differently you begin to be more reserved you know with all you know withholding more and really searching and looking at things a lot differently and you know with a more keen look and a more closer look and, and, and with a more uh desire for understanding as to okay should i should i not what is this and why have I been? And you know, you begin to question things a little bit more concerning and conservatively. Um, that's just basically it. And I and I know that some of you can agree with me on that, um, because I know that you have begun to question some things that when you were growing up, you probably would have never even questioned. You would have never had a second guess about it. You would have just did it. But now. You're at that age, whether you know you're in your midlife or you know you you're going down into your early you know your, your lateral years or whatever, you are beginning to look at some things different. You're beginning to perceive and receive things differently, and you're getting a discerning because you're allowing that of your spirit, man, to take precedence. 
Whereas before you were more into that of your fleshly man. And your fleshly man was like, oh, yeah, hey, let's do this. Boom, 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 boom. But see, your spiritual man, your spiritual man is more discerning. And your spiritual man will cause you to question things more. It will cause you to look more in depth into things. And will bring caution up to you a lot more quicker and a lot more boldly and so that's why you can stand so bold and deny things when you get older that's why you can speak with such such openness when you get older because now this is not everybody this is those who have allowed themselves to take that transition but you know some of us are still going forth in that of the fleshly man and we're still you know doing this doing that that this whatever whatever so it is my hopes that in going forth in this year, my brothers and sisters, that you will make that transition. And I speak to all of you, not just those that are around my age bracket or those who, you know, are a little bit older than me, but I speak to those who are younger, those who are in their their teens, those who are are, you know, uh just hitting their teens. And you're under, you know, you're you're seeking for a more understanding of that of God, you know, and who He is in your life as your heavenly Father. I'm speaking to you as well as I am speaking to those who are in their uh, young adult years or their adult years and on into the, you know the, the, the full adult years. I am speaking to you as well because we are in a time we're in an age right now to where. It is important that we be aware. It's important that we begin to plan our lives and do things that are prosperous and blissful for our lives and not get so caught up on what's going on in the world. But not only that, not having such a strong desire to be a part of what's going on in the world. And I know some of you will say, well, well you know, I, we, we, we got to do this. We, you know, we got we, we to gotta do for the kingdom of God. So we have to be a part of something. Yes, 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 we do. But we got to be mindful, not allow ourselves to get consumed by it. Because the word does say, you know, watch out for one another. It does say take on the burden, but at the same time, be mindful. That you do not allow yourself to get caught up with that which is going on of that person that you are trying to reach out and help. You also want to be mindful and aware and attentive that you yourself do not get caught up in that which is being addictive on that person or that which is trying to overtake that person that you're reaching out to help. So you must be a tentative and mindful and not allow yourself to get caught up. So as we go into this new year, we're five days in and I'm reevaluating myself from day one that has happened. And I want to keep that before me. I want to keep that mindset of reevaluating myself each and every day. And what I'm meaning by that is I want to be able to look back and say, okay, am I still on track? I set this goal. And these are the things that I need to do to meet that goal. 
Damn, I still don't try it. I set a list out that I have set up each and every day. And what I do is I go to that list and I, I try to keep myself in a habit of going to that list daily and looking and say, okay, these are the things that I need. These are the things that I need to do. These are the things I need to research so that each day I'm doing something on that list. And whatever I step out the door, I look at and see, okay, what do I need? And then if I can afford to go and do get it right then, then I go and get it. What do I need to get now? What can wait? And that's what I do. And then I look and say, okay, what needs to be done? Okay, this needs to be done. I said I wanted to do this. I said I wanted to look into that. So I'm trying to get myself in a habit of consciously doing that, period, just every day, boom. Getting myself into that routine so that the goals that I have set, I am doing what is needed to meet those goals and accomplish them so that I can set new goals and move on. I already know what I would like to accomplish within the first few months of this year. Then moving into halfway point, I know what I would like to have accomplished. Then moving into a quarter from the end of the year, I know what I would like to have accomplished. Then moving into the end of the year, I know what I would like to have had accomplished. At the end of that year, I can say, okay, yeah, this is what I wanted to have accomplished. Now, life is life. We all know that. And we all experience life issues. So no matter what we have planned out, those plans could change because life is life and things happen. Not only that, what you have planned out and put in place to achieve may not be what God has set for you. So, in prayer, you want to ask for guidance. You want to be in a counseling that of God to say, okay, what is it that is your will for my life? Because you may have said that, oh, you want to have a house by the middle of the year. God may say, no, I don't, I don't see that right now. Maybe latter part of the year. Or, hey, I think you can do it now. It's different things that you have to be aware of and, what, and how they align up with God's will. But I will say this, my brothers and sisters. As now we are face and we are going into a new year so we have a whole new calendar year in front of us we're five days in my brothers and sisters we are at the doorstep of new beginnings so i say to you sit and take time to think out your goals how they line up to what God has showed you, as God has revealed unto you for your life. And moving forward, set your goals accordingly. Look at what it is or research what it is you're going to need to do in order to achieve those goals, accomplish them, and strike them off your list. And pray constantly and discerning for guidance and to be in counseling with that of God's soul, you stand focused and tuned to that of his will concerning 
what it is that he has revealed unto you also concerning to the goals that you have laid out and the steps that you have set forth seeing that need to be accomplished in order for you to achieve that goal this is serious and i'm at a point now to where i'm really taking things seriously i mean seriously you see so much going on around you and it will put you in a serious state of mind of reality and if it's not then i have to question where you at i have to question where your mindset is at where your heart is at um but i will say this to you don't lose hope whatever's going on in your life whatever you see taking place of hell or have heard of taking place in another's life don't you allow hope to slip away from you keep it close to you fellowship with it night and day make sure it's on each and every step of journey that you take throughout each course of every day fellowship have companionship closely with that of hope and you may wonder why i say that hope is not just a word hope is not just a feeling or an inkling that you get in that of your heart or the joyfulness that you might feel in your spirit it's not just hope like that hope is that of the lord it's the spirit of jesus it's the spirit of that of thy heavenly father it is the truthness in the giving of life hold that close to you and stand in faith that he is able to do all and anything set forth unto him release unto him you hear what i'm saying so no matter what you're going through hold on to your hope hold on to that hold on to that part of of him hold on to it cherish that work on that grow with that and you will grow with god i am not saying anything to you that i'm not doing myself this is where i'm at i'm in that process of seeking to hold on to him even more and even closer even more you know tighter and understanding more because i truly want my life to be better i want to be better and i want those around me to be better those that i see that are struggling those that i see that are doing things i want them to live a better life now yes i could pray for them i could petition to that other heavenly father for on their behalf and in doing that i pray that them themselves Will do what is needed that they will initiate what they need to initiate in order to be able to walk in that which is needed for them to accomplish the things needed to accomplish to have a better life to be better before god because you can tell a person all day long every day but until they themselves take the initiative you're just speaking words but prayer is powerful Prayer is more powerful 
than the words that you will speak to that person directly. The prayer and the words that you speak in prayer and release unto that of thy heavenly Father's throne room. Take, they take precedence and they are more powerful than the words that you will say to that person in person sometimes. My God. Hear what I'm saying. Now, I'm not saying that speaking directly to someone is not powerful because God can lay something on your heart to speak to that person. And it could be exactly what that person needs to hear at that moment. So I'm not saying that that's not important. And I'm not saying that that's not powerful. But what I am saying is that we sit and we think, oh, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. But my brothers, my sisters, sometimes the words that you speak and release in prayer unto that of thy heavenly father can be more powerful and take up a better precedence than that which you can tangibly give a person. me what I'm saying. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Now, this is the first podcast. This is the first episode, first show of this year, 2022. Um, this is January 5th, 2022. <laughs> I'm 11 days, well, no, I'm six days away from my birthday. My birthday is on 11th. That's why I was about to say 11 days. But we are six days away from that, my birthday. And I am thankful to have witnessed each and every day that has come and gone. Whether that was a good day or whether it was a bad day. Whether I receive any blessings that were on that on my heart and desiring, or whether I receive nothing. Because I look at it like this each and every day that I'm able to open my eyes and see that of life and be among the living. Even though there's things taking place I would otherwise not see and know about, I am still thankful that I have life each and every day. Because I have an understanding that with life, I have opportunity. And that opportunity is to be able to be better. I can go and do things that will make me a better person. I can go and do things and take up things that um, will allow me to do, not just do better and be better, but to accomplish things better and to set things in place for others to do the same. So that's why I can hype so well about saying that that is the most ultimate blessing is to have life each and every day to wake up alive because my brothers let's 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 be honest my sisters let's be honest when you close your eyes into that eternal sleep that's it you get what i'm saying you all your opportunities all your chances to do anything or think about it is gone it's over lights out door closed locked shut blowed up whatever it's done 86 deuces, whatever you want to say, it's over. And it's at that moment that going into that eternal sleep that you you, you pray, you hope to yourself that I have done what is pleasing unto that of my Heavenly Father, that I will open
open my eyes and look upon that and that of my spirit man unto his kingdom for an eternal rest for salvation. And that's something that you begin to think about. And that's where you begin to start cherishing life. And you start really paying attention to each and everything that you do. You start really paying attention in detail. Okay. No, I don't want to do this because this ain't right. I don't want to do that. No, because this ain't right. And then you start thinking, okay, did I do something? Did I? And then you say, well, Father, forgive me. Because I feel that I may have did something wrong. And I ask your forgiveness if I have. I ask for your forgiveness for, you know, for that which I've done wrong. And I repent before you that you may reset me anew before you. Sanctified. Renewed in my mind and my heart and my spirit unto you. We become more alert. We become more caring. And. You know, I, I have come across those who have said, well, you know, I don't believe. Okay, that's your free will to believe or not believe. But I myself, I want to believe. I do believe. And I'd rather be a believer and go into that of my eternal sleep. With that of faith that I will awaken into that of God's kingdom, my heavenly father, then to have not have belief and have faith and then go before him and be in an eternal damnation. Because you have to look at it like this. Yeah, that means that you have to live your life a little differently. There's some things that you should or should not do. But think about it like this, my brothers. Isn't there already some things? If you just don't even think about Christianity, don't even think about religion for a moment. And think about this. Isn't there already some things that you should not do? Just as a person. Should you always treat another with kindness? Now, granted, once you start understanding that person, you see that they they out for, you know, doing bad and, and, and bring harm to someone, then you want to distance yourself from them, but still have love for them. But at a distance, you don't have to love what they do, but you can love them as a person. Now, and that what they do in their actions or that which they take up in the desires of their heart or the thoughts in their mind, but love them as a person. And yes, it's not easy all the time. It's not easy. But that's why I say, and you'll hear me say, and you have heard me say that it is impossible. I believe. Now, some of you may not believe that, but I believe it is impossible to love some someone in that of the flesh. In and through that of your flesh. And you say, well, bro, I, 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 I disagree with that. Okay. You can disagree with it. You may have another thought. You may have another uh, 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 theory on that. But the reason I say that is because the flesh wants what the flesh wants. And the flesh is only concerned about you if you can provide unto it what it needs, what it desires, what it craves. And even when you're able to do that, it will not love you as Christ loves you. 
because it is loving you within a condition. It is loving you to get what it wants. See, Jesus is not loving you to get what he wants. Jesus just automatically start out loving you. Jesus didn't know none of us from Adam. You understand what I'm saying? And so when he decided to come down and take the shape and take the form of man and go through the torture that he went through, that we may be free from sin and be thought be brought back before our Heavenly Father and looked upon as sanctified as he is looked upon. That's love. Unconditionally, that's love without even knowing you. None of us are not even born, but that love is still there. That sacrifice. So, you get me? The flesh will love you as the flesh needs to love you. The flesh will love you to get what it needs. And yes, that includes sex. That includes that interaction of two bodies. Yes. But to truthfully and entirely give love and look unto one another as love and, and lovingly, the flesh cannot. That's my take on it. You, like I said, you may have a different theory. You may have a different uh, mindset or an opinion. But that's my take. So that's why I say to love another has to be done through that of Christ. Seek our Lord and Savior when in needing to love someone that you otherwise would not love. When someone has done some things, seek, seek, seek Christ. You understand what I'm saying? And ask for his guidance. Ask to love that person through that of him, the way that he sees them, the way that he loves them. And that doesn't have to be a close-up relationship. You can love someone from a distance. Forgiving someone is the first step of loving because you forgive them and you're forgiving them. And this is the thing that you have to understand also. Forgiving them, you're setting yourself free from the slavery of being kept under the power of that, of what that person has done or tormented you with, whether it be physically or, you know, or, or verbally or mentally. So, that's why I say that. That's why I say what I say. And so now, as we're getting ready to get into this message, I want you to understand, David, I mean, I read in Psalms and <laughs> it's like there are times when I could just really truly relate, you know, because David says some things and I'm like, wow. Not only was David a man after God's heart, in those times, but you look at now, David says some, you know, says some things in the word that it just have you thinking like, wow, he must be living amongst us now. Those are some of my, my, my thoughts. This is what I have. Those That's what's in my mind. That's what's on my heart. And so I can relate. 
and 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 David really opens up your heart. He opens up your spirit, and listening to what he says, and when you read his words, his inspired words, you, I'm telling you, man, you you. I don't know if anybody else can, you know. I, there's some people, man, you know, they'll tell me, say, you know, that's my favorite scripture, or they'll say, yeah, you know, David is. And I'm not saying he's the only one. There's other books in the Bible that, you know, there's other other ones, you know, Paul, you know, I mean, there's some things I read about that, you know, and then I go to Luke, and then I, you know, I'm in Romans, and then, you know, there, 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 there's times when I read in Hebrews, and I'm like, wow, you know. So, you know, even Isaiah, I mean, there's people of God. This is a new beginning for us right now. This 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 new year. And this is one of the reasons why I say new blessings to you. Now, there's another reason that I say that, but that is not the time, you know, this is not the time nor is this the place to bring that up because this this platform is not for that. This platform is not for that. But there's another reason why I say new blessings instead of happy new years. But new blessings to you, my brothers and sisters. Once again, thank you for taking the time to be received of this week's message. I thank those who have been listening for a while uh, for giving up your time. And setting aside time to be receiveth of each week's encouraging messages. And as we're getting into a new year, I, I pray that you still have the willingness to be receiveth of these messages. And tune in and also share, you know, letting others know and be aware of um, this encouraging, you know, station, this encouraging show. Um, I know that I talk about some things before going into the message and I know that I talk about some things after the message, but I try to only speak what is on my heart to speak in the way I know that God has laid that upon me to say and to share unto you. And I am always conscious on trying to cut down my talking because I don't want to be seeming like I'm rambling because I know your time is valuable. And I am very appreciative of that the fact that you set aside time and take time out of your day to be received of the messages, uh, whether you listen to a few minutes here and then another few minutes there, or however you do it. I am thankful for the fact that you listen. And it is my prayers, my deepness, and that of my heart that you are in receiveth and discerning and that you are prospering from that what God has spoken over your life. And as you're receiving these messages, amen, that they are keeping you encouraged, keeping you motivated. They're re-strengthening you, refueling you. And then also with that of your open heart and open mind, you are being instilled with the knowledgeable wisdom of God. Amen. So uh, as we move forth, I will go into opening prayer and then I will begin with um, this week's message. Amen. Thank you, Father. Bless the Father. Heavenly Father, I am very thankful and very honored and humbled to once again be blessed to go into another year, um, another day, really, truthfully, uh, to bring forth encouragement to that of your people, my brothers and sisters in Christ, 
And I take it very seriously and I am very thankful that you see me worthy and that you use me as a vessel to bring forth your encouragement, edifying your people and also motivating them, strengthening them and instilling that of your knowledgeable wisdom. I am before you as a humble servant and I am very thankful and appreciative. I petition unto you, my Father, on behalf of that of my brothers and sisters, those who are going through things, those who have had a rough year that has passed, and their hopes, their desires are just laying deeply on this year being a better year. This time frame that we're going into to be a better time frame, this calendar year to be more of a, a year that we want to remember and cherish and feel good about. We understand that life is life and it is truthful and it is real and things happen and they're going to happen. We understand that we're going to encounter some things that, you know, it's just meant for us to encounter. We understand that there's hardships and there's trials and tribulations because the Lord said that, but he said, you know, Take cheer, be of good cheer, because I have already conquered the world. So, my Heavenly Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters who are enduring through whatever it is that has come upon them, whatever situation, whatever life issue that is twisting and turning and just got them all shook up. I speak a steadiness in their lives. I speak calmness over them, and I speak peace. And I speak joyfulness in that of their spirits. And Father God, I speak that their hearts and their minds are open to be received of that of you. So that they can walk in discerning. Allow that which you have spoken of their life to truly walk its way out. To work in their lives. And I also pray that they are, first of all, perceived to have an understanding that they can be able to receive what has been given unto them, what is been spoken unto them. And in that, that discerning will come. So my father, as I, as I go into this message, as I begin to speak that of your words, I pray for the openness of that of those who receive this podcast and that of their hearts and their minds so that the words coming forth can really resonate, truthfully resonate. And they can be a receiver of that which they need to receive, that which you are desiring of them to receive to restore them, to encourage them, to motivate them, re-strengthen them, and to instill your knowledgeable wisdom. I thank you for another day, as I also thank you for being able to cross over into another calendar year. And I thank you for your blessings that are yet to come new blessings that will shower upon us 
during the course and journey of this year. For this I say, thank you. Blessed the O Heavenly Father. Lo masi kala idurashi nimashala kebaloma idishi shutulabakla yetoma ina eshu fisaraba shenovala thank you Jesus tamaelot ikrushi la kunamasi kala shamaloma elai vosi maero ni ashanabu tuishi. Thank you, thank you. Blessed be Father God, thank you. Thank you, God, my shield of cool. She did have a lot. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for the comfort of that of your bosom that you offer unto us. And thank you that you wrap your wings of refuge around us. Letting us know that you got us, that you're protecting us, that you will carry us through. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Blessed the Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Father God, thank you. Oh, Lord, let that of your strength be with those who desire to do better, to be better this year. And at the closing of this year, in the beginning of the year, that's following behind it, that they can look back and say, thank you, Father God, for that you have brought me through once again. And I have come out better. I have come out unstained, unshamed. And I have come out better. Yorumashida. For this is what I pray that they speak now. And this is what I pray that they will speak once this year that we're in is over and we're into the new year falling behind this one. That they're able to say those words. That they're able to truthfully say thank you for bringing me through. And blessing me to be better. Sustaining me. And although everything that I have not gone the way that I desired or that I planned, I thank you for bringing me through. Those things that took place. Those things that I didn't have planned. Those life issues that I wasn't exactly prepared for. Thank you that you had my back. Thank you. That you laid out a course and you guided me through. Thank you that you offered shelter. That your wings, your wings of refuge were upon me. And you held me close in that of your bosom to comfort me. And you kept my mind at peace during some of the most chaotic times. Thank you. Thank you. 
If there's no other words that can come from my mouth, if there's no other thought that come forth upon my mind, if my heart is not desiring or anything, let this be heard that I say, thank you, God. Thank you. God, thank you. So, oh God, thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you. Blessed, O oh God, that I hear this prayer, this petition that comes unto thee. And before thee, O oh Father God, and thy heart is receiving them, and you will honor this prayer. And blessings will go forth unto those, O oh Father God, that are receivers of this message. Those throughout, oh God, that need your guidance, they need this encouragement, they need to be motivated, they need to be refuted, they need the understanding of knowledge to sustain them and keep them on this journey. Dispatch your angels. Speak it forth already, oh Father God. For it is done. It is done. Amen. Amen. Okay, my brothers and sisters. A masculine or masculine of David, meaning enlightenment or wisdom. Once again, this week's message a masculine or masculine of David, meaning enlightenment or wisdom. Listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my plea. Hear me and answer me. My thoughts are, I just think about David. I'm thinking about this as I'm as I'm getting into reading it, and I'm just thinking about where I'm at right now, what I got going on with me, and just also thinking about what everybody else might have going on. Because thinking about me, I'm not thinking about me in that of a selfish way, but I'm thinking about me, and I'm thinking if I got this going on, just how much more does someone else have going on? How much more? trying is their life how much more burden do they have how much more suffering are they going through how much more are they being oppressed than i am being oppressed this is what i think about so when i say i think about me i'm i'm, I'm just i'm I'm not trying to compare and say well i'm going through more than they know that's not what i'm saying i'm saying if I'm going through this, I can only imagine what my brother and sister in Christ is going through. And they, they may not be going through the same things. But I think to myself, what are they enduring? 
Because the word does say that you're not alone. Look at your brother or your sister. Tell God, are, are they not going through the same thing? Are they not going through suffering? So you're not alone. So this is what's coming to my mind as I'm reading into this message. A mass kill or mass chill of David. Meaning enlightenment or wisdom. Now I'm starting from the beginning. It says, listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my plea. Hear me and answer me. My thoughts trouble me and I am distraught because of what my enemy is saying. Because of the threats of the wicked. For they bring down suffering on me. And accept me. They accept me. They accept me. In their anger. They're they're, they're just coming down on me. And he says, my heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death have fallen on me. Fear and trembling have beset me. Horror has overwhelmed me. I say, oh, that I had the wings of a dove. I will fly away and be at rest. Oh, my God. David, David, David. See, <laughs> you know, when I read this, I think to myself, whatever's going on in my life at that moment, Excuse me. And I think to myself, and I said, wow, man. He hit that thing right on the head. If only I had wings of a dove, I could just fly away. I would just fly away and, and remove myself from all of this. From all of that which troubles me. From all of that which suppresses me. From all of that that has brought down suffering upon me. This is what David said. David said, horror has overwhelmed me. I say, oh, that I had the wings of a dove. <laughs> I would fly away and be at rest. He says, I would flee far away and stay in the desert. <laughs> David said, I would stay there. I would hurry to my place of shelter, far from the tempest and storm. Lord, confuse the wicked, confound their words, for I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they prowl about on its walls. Malice and abuse are within. Destructive forces are at work in the city. Threats and lies never leave its street. If an enemy were insulting me, I couldn't do it. He said, if there was an enemy insulting me, I could, I could deal with that. I, I, I could handle that. I'd be, I'd be all right with that. I know what to do about that. They would say, I, I, I know what to do with that. Oh my God. He said, I, 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 I know what to do. If an enemy was insulting me, he said, I, I could endure it. He said, if a foe, a foe was raising against me, I could hide. 
He said, someone raised up against me. He said, I could hide. If it was something that I, I couldn't deal with, I could hide from me. He said, if it was, if it, I could hide, David said. But it is you, a man like myself, my companion, my close friend, with whom I once enjoyed sweet fellowship at the house of God. As we walked about among the worshipers, let death take my enemies by surprise. Let them go down alive to the realm of the dead. For evil finds logging among them. As for me, I call to God, and the Lord saves me. Evening, morning, and noon, I cry out in distress, and he hears my voice. He rescues me unharmed from the battle waged against me, even though many oppose me. God who is enthroned from of old, who does not change, he will hear them and humble them because they have no fear of God. My companion attacks his friends. He violates his covenant. His talks is smooth as butter, yet war is in his heart. His words are more soothing than oil, yet they are drawn swords. Wow. That's deep. They say he is smoother than butter. <laughs> My God. His words are smoothing or soothing as oil. Yet they are drawn sword. They say he, it's like he, he drawn a sword. His words are so, but yet it's like a drawn sword. Say, Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. But you, God, will bring down the wicked into the pit of decay. The bloodthirsty and deceitful will not live out half their days. But as for me, I trust in you. <laughs> Amen. David said, you know, I, I, I don't care about all that. David said, you know, let what, 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 what does he say? He says, he will never let the righteous be shaken. And he said, but you, God, will bring down the wicked into the pit of decay. The bloodthirsty and deceitful will not live out half their days. He's saying that. He says, cast your cares. He said, cast your cares on the Lord because guess what? The Lord will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. So get what David is saying there. David is saying, cast your cares on the Lord. Because he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. And then he says, he says, but you, God, will bring down the wicked into the pit of decay. The bloodthirsty and deceitful will not live by half their days. And then he, he says again, he says, but as, but as for me, I trust in you. He says, I don't know about them. 
but I trust in you. People of God. David is saying, I need you. That's what he's saying. He says, because see, this is what he starts off saying. He said, listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my plea. Hear me and answer me. My thoughts trouble me and I am distraught. Because of what my enemy is saying, because of the threats of the wicked, for they bring down suffering on me and assail me in their anger. My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death have fallen on me. Fear and trembling have beset me. Horror has overwhelmed me. I say, oh, that I had the wings of a dove. I will fly away and be at rest. David said, I got so much going on. There's so much around me closing in. I see this, I see that. But oh, if I had the wings of a dove, I would fly away and be at rest. So David starts off asking, God, hear my, hear my prayer. Say, do, do not ignore my plea. Hear me and, 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 and answer me. Hear me and answer me. He says, my thoughts trouble me. Boy, look at him, man. I don't know about y'all, but I can relate to this because there are moments when my thoughts trouble me. You feel me? My thoughts trouble me. And when I say my thoughts trouble me, the things that I'm thinking about that may concern others, what they're going through or what I see taking place in the world that has an effect directly on people or directly to me or someone associated to me and what I'm going through myself my thoughts trouble me that's what David is saying the things that I'm thinking about each and every situation that's going on around me whether it's got to do with me or not do with me whether it's directly or indirectly they trouble me these thoughts of these things they trouble me and I am distraught because of what my enemy is saying. But David is asking, listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my plea. He said, do not ignore my plea. Hear me and answer me. So, you know, all this is said, and then down here, he says, what does he say? He says, cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Now, catch that. Now, there's three parts to that. First part, he says, cast your cares. That's the first thing you got to do. You come to the Lord and say, oh, God, I, I, I just can't. The situation has me. My thoughts concern me. They worry me. My enemies, they're speaking against me. The things that they say, it troubles me. I'm distraught. I got this going on, that going on. And you, Lord, 
I can't bear these things. I come to lay them down before you. Cast your cares on the Lord. And it says he will sustain you. That means that he will hold you up. He will give you the strength. It is through him that you'll be able to do what it is that is needed to be done to endure and make it through those situations. And then thirdly, Jesus says he will never let the righteous be shaken. So when you have cast your cares upon him, then he's going to sustain you because guess what? He will never let the righteous be shaken. So whatever takes place, he is going to come in and sustain you. But you have to cast your cares upon him. You seek him and cast your cares upon him. And when you lay it out in front of him, don't try to pick it back up. Let it go. And he will sustain thee and not let you be shaken through the course of what it is that you are enduring, what has come upon you, and he will bring you through it. And you will not be shaken. And so you wonder why some people are going through some things. You're like, well, I would have never known they were dealing with that because they didn't display it. Guess what? They have cast their cares upon the Lord and he is sustaining them and not allowing them to be shaken. So they're able to maneuver that, you know, maneuver. They're able to 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 stay focused. They're able to perform and do what they need to do without the signs of what's taking place in their lives showing to everybody else. That's the sustainment of God. That is the sustainment that the Lord has on your life and that he will put on your life when you cast your cares upon him. When you release everything unto him, that is how he will sustain you. He will sustain you in such a way that it will look as if everything is fine. It will look as if you have no care in the world. <laughs> that you got everything together. But behind that all, hell has broken loose in your life. But you have cast it to the Lord. You have laid it all down at his feet. And you have not gotten up with it. Nor have you revisited. And when those moments have come when Satan has tried to say things or show you things that will cause you to try to pick that back up or to revisit it. You say, no, I have released it unto the Lord. I have cast those cares unto him. And he is sustaining me. So that's why you can see me go back and forth and operate. That's why you can see me stand and smile. And what's going on is not shaking me. It does not terrify me. It does not put me in a disposition because I am in the care of the Lord. And the Lord is unshaken. He is a solid rock that does not move. He cannot be shaken. He can't. So once you cast your things upon him, he will sustain you and he will put you under his wing. You cannot be shaken. That's what the word, I'm not making this up. The word says that. The word says, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. That's what the word says. And, and I'm going to give you the scriptures here in a little bit. So you can go and you can read it for yourself. I am not making this up. And this is not something that I added on to the message. This is in 
多尔人。When I say to you, new blessings, my God, receive that. Don't don't try to figure out where that come from. Don't try to figure out why I say that, and don't say Happy New Year's or or New Year's to you or whatever. No, receive it. If I speak to you, new blessings, you say thank you. I receive that. Because this is a year of new blessings, but you have to have the mindset. You can't go into it and say, "Oh, this is going to probably wind up being another year." You know, I was reading. I was reading somewhere to where they were trying to compare this. Pandemic to something that happened about a century ago, and they said that that virus or that pandemic that took place at that time, they said that it ran a course of three years. They said it was a three-year pandemic, so they're trying to compare this. What has been taking place these last two years <laughs> to that, and they're trying to say that it's going to run a course of three years. You know what? I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Because see, this is the thing: the only thing that can run course in your life is what you allow to run course in your life. Now, last year, not everybody was affected by this virus. There were some who took the shot, so they couldn't be affected by it. But then they wind up getting sick anyway. Well, you can chop that up to being like, okay, that was your body reacting to the vaccine, because we know that happens. We know that you can take medication, and your body can react to that medication. And not everybody will have the same results on how they react or respond to a certain medicine. Not everybody will experience the same side effects to a particular medicine. You can take it the same thing I'm taking, and but you might respond a different way, or you may have some side effects, and I might not have none, or you may have one of the side effects, and I might have two of the side effects. It's not gonna always be the same, and not everybody a body adapts the same way or adapts at all. So you say, well, brother Tim, what's the what's the point? What you're trying to say? What I'm trying to say is, oh my God, what I'm trying to say. Let me let me say it plainly like this, because I'm getting ready to say it again later on once I do the spiritual food for thought. But I'm gonna say it now. What I'm trying to say is this: cast your cares on the Lord, and He will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. So cast your cares. You say, well, brother Tim, how, how is that a care? How is that a bird? You're concerned about it, aren't you? <laughs> oh, my God, come on. I got to teach you. I got to. You want me to open up the, the lesson book here? Come on now. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> 
if it is a concern, if it is laying heavy on your heart, if it is as David said, what does David say here at the beginning? David said, my thoughts trouble me and I am in distraught because of what my enemies say. So if you, if your thoughts trouble you concerning something, if you have something of concern on your heart, those are tears. Cast your cares. Those are cares. Those are the things that you're concerned about. Cast those on the Lord. So if you're concerned about this pandemic, about this plague, cast that on the Lord. And what does it say? The Lord, who shall call? It says, cast your cares on the Lord. He will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. But now, of course, you can't cast your cares and keep going back and picking them up. And keep worrying about the same thing that you just sat there and, and released them to the Lord. Then you are waiting. You are... You are waving, and a person who is waving is of no good. You're waving back and forth. You're being thrown back and forth, to and from, as the waves of the sea. A person who is not stable in their thinking ain't, I mean, come on, really? If you're going to cast it unto him, lay it down before him and leave it alone. And in the process of doing that, you pray for guidance, direction, and counseling on what you need to do moving forward. Meaning, what steps do I take so that I am safe and that I am remaining healthy? People of God, let's get this. Let's get this. Amen. Let's get this encouragement because, see, I think one of the biggest things that came to me and that I began to have an understanding of is that everybody had misconception of what encouragement was when it comes to the word of God. Everybody looks for that basic, normal encouragement like that pat on the back. I mean, hold your head up. It's going to be all right. Keep your head up. You know, uh, be encouraging the Lord. Uh, you know, hey, man, things are working out for you. You know, it's going to be OK. It's a wonderful day for you. That's just basic encouragement. But see, you have to have an open mind and an open heart to be received of the encouragement that lies deep in the word of God. Because if you go at it and you try to read it and try to receive it with a close heart and a shut mind, you're going to be lost. And you're not going to receive. And you're going to look at me and you're going to listen to me and say, I don't get how what he is saying is encouraging. Because you are sitting there trying to perceive with a hardened heart and a shut up mind. Open your heart. Release the latches on your mind and be receiveth of the word of God. Then you can see the encouragement. Then you will understand the motivation. <laughs> and you will see yourself being driven. And then you will be refused. You will see yourself strengthening because you're being refused from that of the word of God. And then you will have an understanding because now the knowledgeable word of God has been instilled in you. But as long as you sit there with a hardened heart and a shut up mind, you're going to still resemble 
the exact same thing you have been displaying through the course of your life, the years that have passed. Nothing. And you're going to look at me and think and you're going to speak that I'm, you know, that I'm speaking gibberish because you're not going to get it. You're going to be like, I don't get this. I don't see how this is encouraging. He don't say anything. He just saying the word of God. Well, you're sitting there, first of all, with a heart and heart. And a shut up mind. You're being judgmental. You come into the conversation. You come into the message to receive. You're coming into it already with a heart and heart. You're coming into it with a shut up mind. Can't nobody say anything to you, period. Humble yourself. Sit down and shut your mouth and open your ears and allow your heart to be to be fertilized by the Spirit of God. I don't want nothing in your pocket. <laughs> mm, Jesus. I'm going to leave that alone. Cool my shock. Tell me See, David, David. See, this is why I like Psalms. Because, see, David, the things that David said, I'm sitting here and I'm reading and then I meditate on this. And the times that I do read and I meditate on this and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, wow. It's as if he is here today. Going through, enduring. Because the things that he's saying is exactly the thoughts that's in my mind. It's exactly what's on my heart. Because this part right here, my thoughts trouble me. Just those three words right there alone. Those four words. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better. Yeah. He says, listen to my prayer, oh God. Do not ignore my plea. Hear me and answer me. My thoughts trouble me. I'm just going to stop right there because I'm thinking, wow. That's the same thing, you know, my thoughts trouble me. I sit sometime and just my thoughts weigh heavy upon me. And I have to get out and, 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 and take walks to clear my mind to detoxify my spirit because just my thoughts trouble me. And if it's just my thoughts troubling me, I have to get out. I have to clear my mind. I have, I have to, 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 to purify my spirit of all the toxins that have come forth upon me. And see, y'all don't get that. Y'all don't understand that when we open ourselves up to listening to what people got going on and we see what people got going on and we hear about it, we read about what people got going on. See, those spirits, uh, they, they will attach themselves to your spirit. 
And if you don't do something to detox yourself from that, you're going to walk around with all that heaviness on you. And you're going to try to wonder why you are so heavy and laden. You're going to try to wonder why you, you, you are so shut up. And so despair, and you're going to wonder why you're going into depression and worryation and frustration has worn you down. Why are you keeping up fellowship with stress? Well, think about it. Look back on what took place over the last past days or the last past year. Who did you open your mind up to? Who did you or what did you allow to come before you and you took up? And you didn't take time to detoxify yourself from it. And so now you're going into a new beginning. You're going into a new calendar time. You're going into a new season and you're thinking that, oh, all things are going to be well. But you haven't properly taken the time to detox yourself. And that can easily be done by doing exactly what the word says. Cast your cares on the Lord. And he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. So my people, my people, my brothers, my sisters that are in Christ. See, I read this and I think to myself, I say, wow. What do I need to release up? What do I need to cast on the Lord? And not just for a season, but every second and every moment of the day. Because you see, when I started out doing this devotion, that was a thought in my mind. That was a thing that came out of my mouth and questioning unto that of my God. I said, why do I, why a daily devotional? And, and it wasn't until God revealed unto me, God allowed me to see and have an understanding that I seen and realized that there is a need for everyday encouragement. There's a need for a person to be encouraged, not just every day, but every second and moment of the day. Because I can say a word to you. And then one second later you leave and you might en endure something. You might, you know, come across something that that's going to hit you. So I have to be, be, be mindful and, and pray that what I release to you. That is given unto me by God to release to you. That is on my heart and I take it seriously say, okay, well, this is on my heart really heavily. I'm going to release it to this person. And when I release it to you, I am in faith of knowing that what I release to you is what you need. And that it's going to stick with you so that no matter what you're going through at that moment, it's going to help you to endure it. And it's going to sustain you and keep you steadfast so that you will not be shaken Moving forth, meaning that whatever will come after I have already released unto you that word, you won't be shaken by. But see, the word says, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. So David, David could cast his cares. He's like, hey, listen to my prayer. David like, you know, oh. 
<laughs> I got to talk to you. I got a word for you. God, with all due respect and humbleness and, 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 and meekness, listen to my prayer. Do not ignore my plea. I got a word for you. Hear me and answer me. My thoughts trouble me. And I am distraught because of what my enemies is saying. I mean, I can read that and put that in plain, in plain, in plain language for you. I can say, you know, it, I mean, you know, listen up, man. Look, look. No, I got look, bro. I, I know you. T I look. I know you got the whole world to look after, but you know, hey, listen. I got a word for you. I, I need. I, I I need you five minutes. I just need five. That's I. I look. No, I guess. Listen, trust me. You're gonna want to hear this because you know I, I I can't do it. These thoughts. These thoughts they trouble me, and then I'm in destroyed. You know what 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 my what 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 my enemy saying? So David, I mean David, like look, uh, -uh. <laughs> he say hit, listen to my prayer. It's like uh, uh, no, hear, hear, hear me now, hear me now and answer me. <laughs> David stood bold and came bold before the Lord. Listen to me. Do not ignore me. Hear me and answer my prayers. People of God. I know some can say that the encouragement I bring forth could be a little orthodox. It can be a little bit. I don't know. You might want to say out there or different or not exactly what you would expect to be in encouraging. I, I, you can say what you want to say. Basically, that's what the bottom line is. But like I said before, and I will continue to keep saying. When listening to these messages, in order to receive it, you have to perceive it. But you need to have an open heart and an open mind cannot and do not allow your heart to be hardened and your mind shut up because whether it is that you're trying to begin receiveth of something from the word of God or whether you're trying to learn a lesson so that you can pass a class so that you can get your diploma or you can get some kind of certificate or some kind of doctrine you're going to need to go in there with an open mind and your heart need to be in the right place so I'm not saying anything different to you than someone else would probably say to you when it comes to learning something so that you can get it and do what you need to do. I'm saying the same thing with an open heart, with an open mind that you may perceive, and receive, and then be in discerning in your spirit so that that which you have received apply to what God has spoken over your life, can walk his way through your life and over your life as needed so that you'll be blessed in the areas that you need to be blessed so that you'll be able to sustain, that you'll be able to endure because we go through things, each and every one of us go through and life issues are like a tornado, you know, and I don't know, some of you might have followed the weather, but you know, a few weeks back last year when we had those tornadoes come through they had what about four tornadoes touched down in kentucky 
think it was more than that. So people of God, life is, that's life. Life is just like a big whirlwind. It happens, and when it happens, you don't know what it's going to bring. Nor do you know what it's going to take out of you. You don't know how it's going to leave your life. But when you cast your cares on the Lord, he will sustain you. He will not allow the righteous to be shaken. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to, you know, encounter some bad times. That doesn't mean that you, you, you're not going to go through some hardship. But that means that when you cast your cares on the Lord, that he's going to have things lined up. He will do things that will help you through what you're enduring. He will bless you to be at ease, to be in comfort, to be at peace, to be joyfulness through that time that you're enduring. So we say, cast your cares upon the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. And you know, the last part of this right here, I, I like what David says. David said, but you, God, will bring down the wicked into the pit of decay. The bloodthirsty and deceitful will not live out half their days. And then he goes and he says, but as for me, <laughs> I trust in you. You know, that he says this about the righteous, about God's people say, you know, they're going to be good. Lord, God damn. He said, but God, you, you, you will bring down the wicked into the pit of the clay. The bloodthirsty and the deceitful, they're not going to live by half their days. So. That tells me, and what that's saying to me, my brothers and sisters, don't worry about people. Those who say things and do things against you, don't worry about that. God got that. And start trying to speak for bad things that happen on them. Because what does the Lord say? The Lord says, vengeance is mine, thus says the Lord. That's what the word says. So while you sitting there thinking of things that you wish to happen to somebody and you praying, but no, no, stop that. God got that thing. He, he, he got that. They already, they have already received their reward. They will already get what is due them. Don't worry about them. You worry about you. You cast your cares on the Lord, allow him to sustain you, and you go on about your business. And don't worry about the people. Listen. <laughs> this needs to be a year of non-worrying. Cast your cares on the Lord. And understand that he will sustain you through this year. He will guide you. He will help you to understand. So that you can do what it is that you need to do. To continue to be sustained. To continue to be in right mind and sound mind. To continue to be healthy. To continue to be safe. To continue to be on track and being prosperous. 
to continue in that of the grace of God so that when that day of judgment come, you will see his kingdom and you will receive eternal salvation. Now, we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. That's why we need his forgiveness. That's, that's why we need his mercy. That's why we need to walk in that of his grace. And that's why we need to repent and seek and desire his will. Focus on doing what is that of your heart concerning God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I say this, and I know this is where I'm thinking about myself. Focus on where my heart is concerning God. That means that if it lays upon my heart, And I sense that that is God. That is what I need to be focused on. That is what I need to be doing. That is what I need to allow to have precedence in my life. Now, I'm not sitting here and saying these things like I got it all together and like I'm doing good and wonderful. No. I've endured some life issues myself. I'm enduring a couple of them right now. And I'll have some situations come forth. And I'm 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 fighting and balancing balancing some challenges right now. But I have cast and I will continue to cast my cares on the Lord. And I will continue to speak that no, I will not deal with that. No, you cannot come unto me with that. I have already released that unto the Lord. And I stand in solid faith, knowing that it is done. And when I say done, knowing that he will handle it, knowing that he will bring me through, knowing that he is sustaining me. Now, yeah, I've had some moments where I'd be like, oh, man, I, Jesus, you, you, you still there? You got me, right? You say you, you say you, you, you say you got me. OK, I just had to. I. Forgive me for my moment, my second of dolphins, but I just had to, I, I had to, I just had to check. Because that right there that just came through, that was, that was, that was a doozy one. That was that, that was heavy, man. And that, that, you know, I'm, I'm going to confess that that shook me for a second. See, people, you think that... <laughs> Some people in the body of Christ will have you think that it's not okay to be shaken sometimes. But see, you will have some things take place in your life that will shake you. And then, see, you're so ashamed of it to speak of it because people are saying, oh, you should be shaken. You're the body of Christ. You shouldn't do it. You're speaking this and you're speaking that. You shouldn't. Let's be honest. You are a spiritual being in a fleshly body. Your flesh is shaken. Your spirit is in belief and standing in faith because you are connected with the spirit of God. But your flesh is flesh. And your flesh will be shaken. So when you experience that feeling, that thought, that moment, that is your flesh that is being shaken. 
That is your flesh that is unease, but your spirit is not. So we think because of what people have spoken, those who are in the body of Christ have spoken and say, oh, you shouldn't be shooken. Oh, you shouldn't. You this and yeah. you. The, you the, you're a man and woman of God. You should always be in faithness. You Show me somebody that ain't never not once been shooken by something just for like a millisecond. Long enough for us to say in our thoughts, nope, not today. Oh, I felt that one, but no, I'm not going to. For just a second, you were shooken. For just a second, you had doubt. But your spirit called that and said, "Mm -mm, no. You rebuke that thing because, see, you already don't release it to the Lord. And then it causes your flesh to get back in alignment. It causes your flesh to get back under submittance. It's just like a parent telling the child, no, we ain't. No, no, we we ain't doing that today. We ain't doing that today. That's what the spirit does over the flesh. No, look, no. No, we ain't doing that. We already got that under control. Not doing that. Seeing David, he, he, he cries out because he knows that he's going through some moments that the thoughts are getting to him. He says, I need you to hear me. Don't ignore me. I need you to hear me and answer me because these thoughts, these thoughts, these thoughts. And then I, I'm feeling some type of way because my enemies are saying this. They're saying what they're saying. And I'm feeling some type of way. And see, I need you right now, Lord. God, you, I, I, I'm your servant. Don't forsake me now. We're going into this year. We're expecting. As we're in expectation, let us also be casting our cares unto the Lord. And let's continue to cast them. Because see, as you remember, I said uh, last year that we speak things over our life each and every morning. We awaken, we pray, and we speak, and we thank God for blessing us of another day. And we speak, speak over your life, speak over that day. And then we confirm it. Not just in the words that you say, but also reconfirming in that of your actions. Well, it's the same thing here. As we're going into this new season, cast your cares on the Lord constantly. And what I mean by constantly, once you have cast that thing, once you have laid it down at the feet, at the altar, when something or someone tries to bring that back up before you, you be like, look, we ain't talking about that. No, man, all I was saying, no, we ain't talking about that. Because see, that right there, what you're trying to bring to me, that little situation, see, I already don't put that before God, and I'm not. Mm-mm. 
I'm not thinking about it. I'm not trying to do about it. I'm not trying to be about it. And I'm not trying to speak about it. And I don't want to hear it. It's done. I don't put it away. I don't cast it. I don't lay it down. And it's done. And you just tell them like that. And say, look, no, no respect, no disrespect to you. But that's not a topic that I want. That's not a situation. That's not a conversation that I care to discuss. Because I have laid that down at the altar. I have laid that down at the very foot of that of my Lord and Savior. I have cast that care. And I am not going to pick it back up. That's reconfirming. So let us do that throughout this year. I know that I will be doing it. And I pray right now that we all will be able to do it. And that we will be mindful. Each and every day, every second and moment of the day, every week, every month, throughout the course and journey of this calendar year, this season that has opened up before us, that we will be able to continue to speak and reconfirm it that we have cast our cares on the Lord and that we are sustained because we are the righteous and he will never let the righteous be shaken. So that's not speaking any heaviness or speaking any burdens on you, but that is simply saying that no matter what may come up, and I know there's a possibility that something will, that I will cast that care on the Lord and not worry about it. Because that's not the only time the Lord says, cast your cares. He even says, take off my yoke, for it is easy to bear, it is light. He basically saying, take of me and, and, and lay down that which is on you. Take of me. Okay, y'all ain't getting y'all y'all ain't getting it. I'ma move on. Blessed be Father God, I'ma move on. Tackle. Okay, and um, due to that notification, that puts us at the time in the show where we bring forth the spiritual food for thought. And the spiritual food for thought for this week is cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Now, see, I know you've been hearing that uh, throughout the whole latter part of the message. And I have said it repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. Uh, so I'm bringing it home, I'm driving it home, I'm saying it now, and it's the spiritual food for thought for this week. Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. I say shaken, but it's shaken. Okay. Um, Some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Psalms 55. 1 through 23, and that is found in the NIV. Okay, that's the NIV version. Once again, Psalms 55, 1 through 23 in the NIV. Um, some or all parts of this message 
for this week is quoted from Psalms 55, 1 through 23, NIV. Amen. Uh, for, full, for more encouragement throughout the rest of the week, you can go over to Facebook and look for us there as Encouragement Daily Blog. Also, Instagram as Encouragement Daily's blog and on Timber as Encouragement Daily blog. The platform of which we bring forth the encouraging podcast show is on anchor.fm. And we are there as Encouragement Daily Podcast. Once again, that's anchor.fm, Encouragement Daily Podcast. Okay, so you go to your browser. You put in www.anchor.fm slash encouragement daily podcast and it'll pop up there. Okay. Um, once you're on there, I ask of you that you would subscribe and uh, begin to follow us so that you can be receiveth of the weekly devotional uh, messages that come forth. And also, if you have anything that you would like to share with me, if you'd like to reach out for me, reach out to me, uh, you can do so via email. And that email is encouragementdailyblog at gmail.com. Once again, if you would like to reach out to me or if you have something that you would like to share with me, you can do so through email encouragementdailyblog at gmail. Encouragement Daily Blog at gmail.com. And I do ask of you that you will keep it clean, that you will not send over any harshment, you know, you know, any 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 outrageous messages or whatever. You know, keep it real, keep it pure, keep it honest, keep it clean, uh, keep it in that of the spirit of God. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Bless the Father God. And I thank everyone for taking time out once again um, for being received of this message. You taking set time aside to listen to this message, and I am very thankful for that. Um, going into another year, and regardless of whether you listen to a few minutes here and then another few minutes later, another day, however you choose to do it, I am very thankful for that of your support. And I pray that you will continue to support our channel and that you will also share and that the messages that come forth are encouraging to you and that they are making a difference in your life and helping you to endure and sustain and be in receiver of knowledge to help you continue on your course in completing your assignment and fulfilling that the purpose of your life for the kingdom of God. Amen. So thank you for your time and may the rest of the week be a blissful time for you as we're continuously going into this new season and as you're finishing up your day may all things continue to be blissful in that of the lord cast your cares unto him he will sustain you remember that he will not let the righteous be shaken so remember that as you finish out this day and also as you go into the remainder of this week, moving more further and further into this new season. Amen. New blessings unto you, my brothers and sisters, and God bless you.